Hello to the servers. We're back. Hi, Diogo. Hi, guys. Diogo, do you have doubts? About my sexuality? No. Yeah, no, you're pretty sure about that <laughs> one. <laughs> no, in general, in life, is it something that bothers yeah. you? You know, every day? No, I wouldn't say every day, but I do have doubts. I, I mean, everyone must have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my point. I know. <laughs> I'm getting older, so the kind of doubts I have are, well, more important. I think I don't, I don't care so much about little things. I think, I hope, I'm not too sure about that. <laughs> But <laughs> lately, I was wondering when, when, when I when I used to buy a product, I, I would first go on the internet and do a search and try to find just the best, uh, not well, not the best one, but the best. Uh, quality proposition for the money I was willing to spend mm -hmm. and I would be you know I would probably I could do that for a long time until I I finally got satisfied with the product and then I would buy it and after that I would still be checking the prices and trying to confirm that I had that I had made the right decision for <laughs> for days sometimes weeks I bet you you got a lot of buyer's remorse didn't you buddy yeah really <laughs> You've been there, right? Yeah. Well, I after after buying something, I I probably I don't check as much as you do uh, the price and reviews and everything. Um, if I'm not uh, if I'm disappointed with my my purchase, I I just move uh, from that, <laughs> you know. But um, I get your point. Yeah, and you're always been like that I, ever since I know you. So it, it must be something art coded in you. <laughs> <laughs> no, not not so much. I mean, I still I still can't go to I don't know uh, buy a TV and just oh I like this one or a headphones something like that something that it's mm -hmm. uh, in the spur of the moment. No, it always has to to have some some previous research or yeah yeah I have to ponder a bit about it. But I definitely don't do the the checking after that I buy, I buy it. Hmm. That's mainly because of two things. We don't have a lot of money. <laughs> Yeah, that's and helps. we're kind of nerdy about the, the this kinds of this kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I think it, I made progress on that in, on the last few years because I, mm -hmm. as soon as I make the decision, okay, I've bought this, it's done. Maybe I can regret it and I don't like it, and I'll try to sell it. But I won't check again. Is this the best? Is it is it cheaper? Is it high? Is it more expensive? Did I, did I make a good deal? It it's it doesn't matter so much anymore. And the reason I'm talking about this is because when we are reviewing, we, well, we don't review, we just give opinions, we just give opinions about Apple products. Mm. But I see a lot of reviews uh, reviewing the products, and in this case Apple, because it's, well, the ones I care about the most and the ones I pay attention. And I watch the, the reviews and they are very, they are, well, I understand, it's a review. They are looking for the flaws or what Apple could have done better or mm -hmm. another example. And... Lately, I've been feeling that that's a lot more subjective than it looks like. And, well, it, does it matter? I mean, yeah, this product is a bit flawed in some ways. And maybe that means well, it's not for you. It doesn't satisfy, it doesn't satisfy your necessities. But from, <laughs> other for, from some other person, it could be just fine. Can you see where I'm going with this? Yeah, I, I do get what you mean. Because uh, Apple products have been uh, on a very high standard this, uh, for a couple of years now. 
if not ever but uh <laughs> but uh, you know you you have to get picky when you're you're reviewing something about apple because they it's not cliche to say that they are very good products and almost perfect products in some cases uh i'm i'm thinking about the airpods i can th i can think of very little things i i don't like about him um but it's true for most of the of the products and um it it has become a norm to um to review apple products with with that kind of uh, you know preconcept if you if you will well i i think this should be well it's not not harsh they should be picky but sometimes uh it's a, it's a question of tone it's not like pointing out something that could be better or that it's not good enough but it's the kind of the way you say it or the way you transmit the idea well i think most most of it probably comes down to um, apple not being the underdog anymore you know everyone likes the underdog and for for a lot of years apple was was in fact uh, uh, the underdog dog in the market in the technology market but now it's it's the big company you know it surpassed microsoft it's it's almost on par with with google if you will and um probably it for a lot of people and for a lot a lot of tech savvy people it lost that kind of uh, appeal you know of rooting for the uh, the small team you know i don't know do you think it might be it might be something to do with that well, probably. At least, <laughs> I mean, there is a there is something to it. We always have a tendency. I mean, most people have a tendency to to go for the underdog, and Apple mm -hmm. is the big dog. But since you since you mentioned the AirPods, that was one of the most rash decisions I ever made. I <laughs> really? never, in, yeah, I never intended to spend that kind of money on on uh, headphones especially wireless headphones well but you do have you do have history of buying uh well not, not exactly overpriced uh earphones but or uh phones in general but uh i always remember that you always bought very nice earphones well okay thank you but that <laughs> i never paid that much for them if <laughs> i mean i think the, the more expensive ones they have are about uh, 50 euros so that's really? and that was a uh, yeah and that was purging for my part hmm. but the airpods were perfect for me they are not perfect mm -hmm. but for what i wanted to do with them as soon as i i watched the announcement and a few especially when i started reading the reviews i i, I thought wow this i need this <laughs> and <laughs> I, I spend a, a well i think they, they cost me 170 euros mm -hmm. and the only question that, that I, I had at that time was can I can I spend this money on this on this product do I can I can I afford it not uh, th does the airpods worth this money can I find I something it, yeah. a little better you do you understand mm -hmm. no no that's it and they have some issues that I wish they were better for example I now started using them on the gym and I I wish they could uh, yeah. block sound a little better. Oh. I wish they were water resistant. Water resistant, yeah. And now they are talking about the AirPods to uh, using the Hey Siri functionality. That would be a big upgrade. So there are a lot of things that uh, that they can they can still improve, even uh, on the chip, even on the connectivity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All of this to say that. I don't think I ever, I don't remember buying anything that I, it's given more joy than the AirPods. It's true. 
and I had the the exact uh, opposite uh, perspective from you, because I, when I first saw them, I they really went under the radar for, the radar for me because I I didn't think much of, of them. Okay, the Apple now has some uh, wireless uh, earphones. Okay, that's cool, but they're probably not for me. And I at first I, my, the the first impression I I got was that they they were slightly overpriced, but. Um, from now on uh, every day I use them I, I like them more and more it's true they really are a great product and we came down <laughs> to speaking about the AirPods again <laughs> if this doesn't speak volumes about how much they we care about them and now how good a product they are I don't know what does <laughs> oh I can tell you uh, something more I bought I think I told you I bought a, a pair of wireless uh, Mm-hmm. Of wireless, no, of Bluetooth earphones. Cheaper ones, use on, yeah. Yeah, cheaper ones to use on the gym. They're not the the worst on the market. They were recommended among the cheaper ones. Mm-hmm. See, I did my homework over there. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to sell them because oh, wow. I use them a couple of times. And <laughs> they're not comfortable. They are big. And most of all, they feel broken to me. The first time I, I used them, I you know, in the end of the, the training... I picked him up, I put him on the, my gym bag, and I came home. And later, I was trying to listen to a podcast, and there wasn't any sound coming out of it. And then I noticed, <laughs> oh, shit, this is still this is still paired with the Bluetooth uh, headphones, because when I took them off, I didn't, I didn't disconnect them. And I forgot that was a thing, you know, I have to power them down, I have to press a button oh, for a boy. few seconds for them to disconnect. <laughs> and... I've completely lost that idea with the AirPods. I'm just so used to it. I take them out of my ears, and that's it. And when I, when I put them on, they are connected again. And just the fact that th- those, those, those earphones need to press on a button to mm-hmm. disconnect, and then later on, I have to press them again to connect and so on, they, they feel broken. It's like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't even remember the last time I got in, into, into the, the Bluetooth menu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that> precisely. <laughs> <laughs> so, to conclude our podcast for today, the AirPods are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> well, for us, they are. You you have yours now for a few months, months already. Now, and yeah. mm-hmm. I suppose that you are still enjoying them very oh, much. Oh, yeah, very much. Uh, so much so that even Carla uh, now wish, wishes she would uh, have bought once instead of the pit sex. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I could see her dilemma at the time. The beat sex made some sense for her kind of use, but you know uh, what? They're not truly wireless. They're well, not. They're just not. Well, they <laughs> the have cable, that. Uh, the cable the connecting cable, the but. yeah, but the cable connecting both ear ear pieces actually makes them awkward to use. You know, it's not as uh, she she has to go fetch her her backpack. Take them off the 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 silicone case. It, it's not seamless. I just reach my pocket, my trousers pocket, and I just put them on. It's and it, there. That's it. And I'm listening to music and I'm listening to whatever. I mean, they're so good that I'm actually thinking of of um, subscribing to Apple um, to Apple Music. And I'm not that cra- <laughs> that big of a fan of music, you know. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I, I have been having the same dilemma. <laughs> Because I, I mostly, I mean, ninety percent of the time I listen to podcasts and audiobooks. So most headphones are fine. Mm-hmm. Although there are differences, there are headphones that um, 
well, they're not harsher, but they seem, after a while, if I'm listening for one hour or two, they seem, I seem to feel tired. I don't know if, I don't know how to describe it better, but it, it starts to become annoying, mm-hmm. the, the sound. And uh, that doesn't happen with the AirPods. I can, li- I try, I can listen literally all day, oh, yeah, all day long, with yeah. no problems. And uh, a few weeks ago, I tried listening to jazz, which I never even considered because I only listen to jazz on oh, my... Oh, wow. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> on my better headphones. And I, th- I listened to it and I thought, well, this is not bad. I mean, really not bad at all. No, they're... they're when we did a review and I said they sounded good for, for some Bluetooth uh, headphones... You undersold it. <laughs> yeah, they are better than I expected. Although... We are talking audio quality. This is very subjective. And most of the times, not only people prefer different things from their products, mm-hmm. from their audio products, but you also need some adjustment period. Yeah, which may not exactly correlate to, to audio quality. Some people prefer heavy bass, others don't. It, it, yeah. it's really, it, it really comes down to personal preferences. Yes, and but what uh, what I meant is, uh, if you are listening to some some type of uh, headphones or speakers, and you change, there's a few days that you, oh, yeah. uh, your I don't know your brain needs to adjust to the new sound mm-hmm. before you can really say, oh, I like this better or not. Because yeah, at, at the beginning, it's always even when you like it, it's a bit strange because it's different, and you you take it's it needs a few hours for you to to get used to, to adjust. It. Yeah. And that brings me to the uh, HomePod. Just wait, in your case, <laughs> yeah. it takes a, a couple of months, half, half a year. <laughs> no, 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 it doesn't. You, you silly boy. <laughs> I'm going to cut this. <laughs> no, don't. I, I enjoyed it. I actually... <laughs> I miss you, man. I, I know this is not appropriate, but uh, I've Why been not? missing you a lot. <laughs> I need a hug. I, I'm feeling good. Oh, come I'm over here, a bit, you buddy. A bit down lately. And <laughs> okay. I miss you too, so, buddy. Thank you. Let's talk HomePod. I was mentioning this part about uh, subjective audio quality because I think, if I'm not mistaken, David Polk did uh, an A-B testing with uh, some HomePod competitors. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, the HomePod, the Sonos One, the, the Sonos, Echo, yeah. and... Uh, the other one, the Google one, the one I, I can't remember the name. Oh, never. Me neither. I'm sorry. <laughs> and he wasn't testing for the um, voice assistance. He was only testing for the audio quality. Mm-hmm. And what he did, he, he placed all the all the speakers on a table. He he put a, a curtain in front of them, and he passed five pieces of music to five different persons. And, uh, well, in the end, they all have um, very different preferences. Some prefer the, uh, the Sonos, some prefer the AirPod. On some music, they preferred one, and on other music, they preferred another. And uh, that's interesting. It's an interesting mm-hmm. uh, reporting. But it's not how you're supposed to evaluate HomePod. It's not a valid test because, for me, the biggest feature of the HomePod is the fact that Thanks to all the DSP trickery, you can place it anywhere, and it will and it will sound good. And more importantly than that, you can walk around on the on the on the room. You know, you don't have to be specifically in one place. You can walk around, and supposedly it will sound good everywhere. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that kind of a test where people are sitting in front of the speakers and they are listening to them. They are listening to pieces of music that they don't know. And just five of them, it doesn't really tell you much because what are you evaluating? If I was evaluating, I would want to listen to some music that I know. I know very well, you know. Mm -hmm. So I can tell, yes, I can see how this is better than the other one. If I don't know the music very well and just listen, just listening to it a couple of times on different speakers, I'm placed right in front of the speaker. It kind of, for me, unless the speaker is really bad, you can't really tell the difference. And the fact that the, that the, if you're going to listen to music like that, you might as well have a good stereo speakers. If you're standing in front of them, yeah, it's so true. for me that was just a. A bad example of an A/B testing. It was supposed to reflect uh, that sound was that uh, sound quality was subjective, and I agree with that. But it it doesn't it wasn't really um, a test of what the HomePod can do, and not not just HomePod, the Google and Max and the mm -hmm. Sonos one. I mean, the whole point of these devices is that is that you have one device somewhere and you walk around. So that's uh, for me. That's how it should be tested. Well, I guess it's true, but uh, we we are all used to having soundbars or um, surround setups, and you do have to be mindful of your position because the experience isn't going to be the same whatever you you are on 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 the on the setup, you know, on the room. But with these new products, they they really it's kind of a revolution of the way you you might hear music. So they are becoming more than just smart speakers. They are becoming full-fledged uh, sound systems. Yeah, I actually, the part of the DSP, it's DSP, right? I mean, I don't think I'm mistaken. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The fact that they use, um, that they manipulate sound in the way so it can trick you to make it seem that it comes from another place or the, it, uh, you, it it's able to to separate more of the instruments and the vocals. Mm -hmm. There are, I already tried algorithms that do that on iTunes and some other, even on iOS, I think I had um, an application that did that. And I always find those results uh, mixed. Mm -hmm. For some music, it would sound better, really better. And for others, it would sound worse, for me at least. Okay. So that's the one thing that I, if I was buying one of these products, that I would be paying attention if it, it if it's universally better or if it's just better in some cases and worse on the others. But I'm assuming that this is not just uh, algorithms. This the hardware does a lot. Yeah, on, it's on all the, it's, it's all also good. Yeah, but uh, I don't have the same experience as you do. Because I, I use uh, small apps on, on my Mac, for example, that do improve uh, sound quality a lot. And to my ear, I, I, any, any type of music really gets improved. But we're speaking of very low-grade, uh, or at least lower-grade uh, speakers on, on my Macintosh, regarding the HomePod, of course. But um, I, I use one that, uh, I think you know it, it's a Boom. I think they, they are on the second version. And they do a couple of uh, software trickery to um, algorithms to to improve sound quality on on the on the speakers and even I I, I pass through all audio signal uh, through them even if I'm using the AirPods or or uh, any other uh, earphone for the matter of fact and they to my ear they do improve sound quality a lot yeah and it's always 
that experience? You never think mm-hmm. that it will it sound worse? No, never. No, no. I really don't. <laughs> See, it's subjective, people. <laughs> it's subjective. Yeah. <laughs> well, all of this to say that uh, the HomePod is not perfect, and we have already been through that. I mean. It's interactive if you're on the Apple ecosystem, if you have Apple Music, if you don't care to have the best smart assistant. So it has flaws. All of this is, it, it, the product itself has flaws, but it might be perfect for you or not. It's something personal, but I was just, um, well, I was just tired of reading the reviews of what does this mean for Apple? And I think we should... Uh, Ask ourselves more. What does this? What does this means for me? Do I care about this flaw, mm-hmm. or not? Because it might be a small flaw that uh, it completely invalidates the product for you, or it might be a flawed product that for you is just perfect. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my. Well, you might even argue that you might like the flaw. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far. But can you understand? <laughs> for example. Uh, the HomePod, it's not a, it's not, it's, it has Siri. It's not the best smart assistant. Mm-hmm. But if I was going to buy one of these products, I would be mostly concerned with the sound quality. So the fact that uh, it may fail to answer, to give me certain answers, I wouldn't care. I see a lot of people complaining about the kitchen timers. I can understand that <laughs> because uh, the HomePod doesn't handle multiple speakers. Uh, not neither does multiple the iPhone. timers. I, Multiple timers, neither does the iPhone. I use the timer on the iPhone to cook, I mean, just one at a time. But you, you, do, ha- you do have uh, other apps that you can use. Perhaps in the future they might add that, that functionality or even some kind of apps. Would you yes. consider that they would add, probably through the iPhone or, or the iPad, they would add uh, additional functionalities or even third-party apps to the HomePod? Yeah, but th- that wasn't my point. I mean, what I want to say is, if that's a really important thing for you, by all means, buy an Echo oh, or yeah. something that oh, does yeah, what you sure, want sure. To, what to do. Don't, don't buy a HomePod. Buy the device that makes more sense to you. I think we're reaching a point that um, things are so well thought out, even from other companies, that uh, you really have to, to be really picky. I remember the time when we were younger. I, I remember buying game consoles and things like that. I, they were really limited and other things that I don't recall right now. But now we have a lot of options and very good options. Uh, I, I'm also remembering that um, I, I read a lot, a lot of product reviews for um, Alpine Gear and uh, Climbing Gear also. And <laughs> it reached a point that everything the people reviews almost always gets five star because... <laughs> Technology is really improving at a, at a, a very fast fast pace, and you you really have to be picky to, or, or at least if you're not reviewing a really flawed product, which also happens, you know, from time to time, or if it's a really cheap thing. But um, in most cases, at this price point is points, um, you really have to be picky. There's no no other way way around it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. If you're comparing stuff from Apple, Sonors, or even Google, you're, you're, the, the quality is already really high. Mm-hmm. You're just uh, measuring small differences. Yeah. Even when you're comparing uh, the new iPhone with the new Samsung, they are both good devices. It's just, uh, it depends on what you want. <laughs> exactly. For example, uh, I have an iPhone SE. 
and my girlfriend has a, a Galaxy S7 Edge. So her phone is a lot better than me. It's comparable to an iPhone 7. But I would never trade my phone for her because my biggest criteria is having iOS and having exactly. access to the ecosystem. Mm -hmm. So I don't care if her phone is better than me in all possible ways because that's my main concern, having iOS. But it could be having the best screen. In that case, it would be hers. It could be having the best camera. So it really depends. You have to make choices, but you have to make the choices that count for you. That's true. You don't, yeah. have, you don't have to read a re review and see, oh, this mm -hmm. product had a 8.5 and this had a 9. So the yeah. 9 is better. I think no, a lot of people not. lose that kind of per perspective. When I get into arguments about what's better, if a Samsung or an iPhone, regardless of the model, people do try and argue... Uh, for the sake of the, the absolute uh, truth, you know, that it's absolute, the absolute truth is that this one, it's better. And it, it, it's not like that. I remember a time when people asked me um, a couple of years back, what should they buy? If, uh, regard, uh, I think it was regarding um, tablets. And when tablets began being a thing, people would ask me because I know uh, I, I like computers and technology stuff and they would ask me what what sh should they buy and i would straight straight uh, out of the of the um, of the bat tell them they should buy an ipad and people would go oh really there's all the, your answer is always that and i i started thinking about it and in truth i began to try and think like the 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 person that was asking me what they what should they um, they value, you know, and I began realizing that perhaps they don't need the, uh, the better screen. Perhaps they don't need iOS. And I start, uh, started answering the, their question with another question, which is, what do you value? Do you want uh, a bigger screen? Do you want a better screen? Do you want a 10 hours battery life? If none of those things are important to you, then, then if price is all you, you care about, then by all means, go for, for a cheaper one, you know. No one is forcing you to buy the the better thing. That's that's uh, that's one of the problems with consumerism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. But on the iPad, I do think that's the only rational choice. <laughs> <laughs> it is the, the tablet market is really bad. Mm -hmm. And uh, but I agree with you. I have uh, these days when people uh, want my opinion to buy some products, it's very difficult for me to recommend them something because. I know what I want, but I don't know what they want. Exactly. And a lot of people don't, don't want to hear you saying an iPhone or an iPad, you know. They're just thinking you're being, uh, you know, uh, Luis Queiroz. <laughs> <laughs> Which I am. <laughs> yeah, but if some, 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 sometimes, you know, my friends can tell me exactly what I want and mm -hmm. I can help them. But most of the times they don't. They just say... I want a phone and I want to spend this or I want a computer. And there's a lot of decisions that you, there's a lot of trade-offs. And it's very hard for me to say, well, you should buy this because I don't know what's important to them. Th they probably don't know what's important to them, but I don't <laughs> want responsibility to say, oh, this is your best choice. Yeah, well, it's hard <laughs> to be picky on, on the lower end of the market. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, sometimes it's not really the lower end you're talking about, you know. Uh, $200 or $300 hmm. phone you are you have a lot of good choices but they all they all have their their flaws and their uh, 
Android. and their strengths, you know, and Android, yes, and their strengths. <laughs> and uh, there are still choices to be made, but I don't know what choices other people want. Before, when I was younger, I really felt like you. I, I, I knew, no, this is the best. This is what you should have. You should have. Th and that's now, because that's the way we think, you know. We, <laughs> we were really not trying to put ourselves in their shoes. Some listeners may know us a little better right now, but I want to mention that even you, if you buy if you buy something and you discover that there was something better around the same price, you'll be mad. I know it. Oh yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know. Because you and me, we've got something that we just need. We don't need to have the best, but we need to have the best for the price we're going to pay. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> sometimes it's irrational. It, does it really matter? That thing is like 10% better. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter, but yeah. it might. It might matter. <laughs> <laughs> so this goes against all of all of what we said so far. But this is just us. It applies to us specifically. We have that kind of mindset. Well, can we end this episode on a little more audio? Sure. <laughs> you know that you use Overcast and I use mm -hmm. Castro. And I was listening to the podcast, The, the Castro Makers. Uh, oh, uh, the answer is Overcast is the best, yeah. <laughs> well, in this case, uh, yeah. <laughs> They were talking about um, doing the, the audio engine again. Because when, uh, when Overcast launched, it, it had two features that I don't think anyone else had or they weren't good. It was the smart speed mm -hmm. and the enhanced audio. I don't know how, they call, how, how is it called in Overcast. I think it's voice boost. Voice boost, yeah. I think it's voice boost. And uh, I, I like Castro because it fits better to the way I listen to podcasts. But I have to admit that the audio on the Overcast, it's better. The smart speed is it's better than the competitors. Castro doesn't even support it, and the enhanced audio is also better. Mm -hmm. And this is because Marco actually did an audio engine of actually had the trouble to do an audio engine because he thought that um, the options, the the framework that Apple provided uh, was weak and it had a lot of bugs. So he did work himself, and it pays off as oh, wow. you can. Yeah. As you can listen to it, you know, mm -hmm. you have that experience. You you have compared the audio on the on the other podcast apps, right? Yeah, yeah, I I did, yeah. And Overcast is the one that that sounds better to me, by a long shot, yeah. Yeah, so I listen I I listen to Castro, and I use the enhanced audio enhanced audio feature always, but it's not as good as Overcast. And now that they are making Castro three. They, they know they, 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 they got to the conclusion that they needed to develop their own audio engine, because uh, at the beginning they used the framework that Apple so, that Apple supports, and it was uh, an easy thing to implement. You didn't have to waste a lot of time and resources with it. Of course. But it still has bugs. It still has limitations. And they got to the point. Well, they are doing a macro. They are doing their own audio engine, and I'm happy <laughs> doing for a it. Macro, a macro. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> and I'm excited to see what they have in Castro 3. I don't I don't think the audio enhancement right now is bad, but I still use Overcast from time to time and mm -hmm. Overcast sounds better. Yeah, you 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 can you can hear it, yeah. And well, that that's all. That's all for today, folks. <laughs> Go buy Castro. 
No, you can go by Overcast if you <laughs> like it more. But well, you, one of the things I, I don't remember about Castro, but you can download for for for, for free over Overcast, and if you like it, you can subscribe to the to the yearly uh, subscription. Uh, how does Castro works? Uh, I I don't recall. Do you have to buy it? Yeah, you have to buy it. Okay. I think it's about five euros for us. No, and, it's not much. But no, no. But they are they they actually are out of money. They are using the mm -hmm. money they had from uh, selling another product they had okay. to to um, subsidize the, the development the of development, Castro Tree, yeah. and they are going to do a subscription a subscription uh, subscri subscription <laughs> subscri model. Yeah, a subscription model because it's not sustainable to sell an app for five dollars. Well, there's, that's a problem Marco doesn't have. No, and he has advertising. He has an extremely good implementation of mm -hmm. advertising on his app, which I wouldn't mind they copied. I hate, it. I hate advertising most of the times, but with Overcast, I find out that if it's well implemented and if it is, uh, if the contest makes sense, it's not bad. I can, I can even enjoy it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There's, there is actually the option for you to, to still see ads, even if you buy the premium version. And like you mentioned before, the the ads are really relevant because if you're listening to podcasts, you probably want to know more about other podcasts, and that's the kind of ads that you get on Overcast. So yeah, yeah, it it makes sense. Mm -hmm. I actually tried the and I now listen to other podcasts because I saw the ads. That's it. So it's a win-win for for the advertisers and for, and the, for the users. Yeah, and for Marco. <laughs> <laughs> a shout out to Marco. Well done, Marco. We're big fans. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think this is this is a show. That's long. but since we started talking Hopefully. about uh, decisions and doubts, I would like to continue uh, on the next episode and talk about uh, how to pick, a, how to choose a phone. In this case, how to choose an iPhone. Mm -hmm. Are you in on? Are you in on that? Yeah, sure. Count me in. <laughs> okay, so see you next time, and see you we'll next talk time, about you guys. How to choose your iPhone. I'm sorry Bye. to cut you out. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, buddy. It's okay. We haven't done this in a long time. We're out of practice. We're out of practice. <laughs> <laughs>